Hey guys, I'm James. <laughs> My name's Corwin. And welcome to this, this movie's, movie's gay. gay. Whoa, Corwin, we did it together. That's not supposed to happen. I did it because I think that's what we did last year at this time, probably. Are we pro No, I don't think. Because we're still figuring things out. So We needed Danny Tamborelli. We needed Summer Sanders. We needed Amanda Bynes. We needed Lori Beth Denver. And you better believe we needed Billy the Answer Head. Figure it out. I can't even figure it out, so good luck. I got two things right up top. One. What? Don't forget your switch. <laughs> I, just, I just threw him off so much. No, I forgot which one I was going to say first. Don't forget your switch. <laughs> I feel like you weren't expecting me to say what like that, and you just, you froze for a second. You were like, uh. No, because I actually have more than three. I have more than two. That's what threw me off. As I recalculated, and I was like, oh, I have a lot more. Calculating. There was just, a, it was really weird. Just in front of James, there was a big pop up that just said calculating and went and it had that little bar that like loaded and cha-ching i figured it out Lori beth Denver, amanda bynes danny tamborelli uh this has nothing to do with the movie we watched today by the way it's just james being james i would also know you guys are you guys are looking at the time and saying whoa this is under the normal 50 they're used to that's my That's bad. If if it is. Uh, yeah, we don't know. We <laughs> haven't recorded the full thing yet. It's bonkers. You're listening and to us in the future. It's going to be released in like, you know, a crazy short amount of time. Hopefully in two hours from oh, the time Jesus we are Christ. recording this. I hope I have it edited within an hour. Arf, arf, arf. Corwin. What's up? Uh, it's my bad. I, You're bad. I didn't really fully you didn't grasp me on Tuesday. The, the notion of you coming over at seven to yeah. start watching the movie. We might yeah. need to start doing things where we watch the movie separately and take notes. No. I know it, it makes me feel so sad, but well, realistically. Also, like, some of these movies were were renting though and oh yeah we wouldn't be able to do that tonight's movie though we could have done that tonight's movie we could have done that but also i don't have time like this is my only time to have watched Whoa. the movie because i was busy all week except for tuesday yeah, guys. and i was and actually because you didn't message me i had other things that i had to get done i was exhausted because i had what the hell mouth is coming back tomorrow Amazing. guys bi-weekly yeah. though that means every two weeks, not twice a week. Oh no! Yes, the 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 former. <laughs> I'm not doing. Oh man! Okay. When we start that Patreon, I'm gonna be doing so many podcasts. I want someone to pitch a Patreon podcast to me where I am not the freaking host. And Jose, learn how to edit a podcast so at least I can dump a little on you. Are you trying to tell me to pitch a Patreon podcast to you? Where you're not talking? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh. It was hard. No, I already know you don't want to. It was hard enough for you to. Uh, this was it's the not only that I idea. Don't want to? It's that I don't have time. Oh, guys, um, ever hire I'm a busy Corwin boy. for a big paying union job? I technically have a union job. It's just not big paying. Oh man. <laughs> Guys, down with unions. I keyed. No. I keyed. Oh my Corwin. God. I would are your also, other things? You've not I, yes. mentioned any of them. Oh, no. I, I've mentioned two. Don't forget your switch. Okay. 
And then it's my bad that this episode might be short. Oh, okay. Not, that just, was the second one? Got yes. it. Yes. And that I, but I do like recording and then editing right away, then releasing right away. It just feels that you get that rush in your bones. There is a rush because, like, you know, we were saying things and there's no filter yeah guys hashtag no filter it's it's you know going out there's no sepia there's no (laughs) chroma there's no black and white grayscale give me some fish scale though (laughs) talking about cocaine what the fuck one last thing but i do have two other things uh (laughs) jesus it's movie related so we'll be able to get into the movie and then apologize to the director because we We should have done this a year ago. That's the other thing. I there is a fan that I we never shout out, even though they they're always liking and they're always retweeting, and they're they're a ray of shine in the darkness of life. Thiago or Tiago, we're not a hundred percent sure. I mean, Corwin's a hundred percent sure. I think it's Tiago because. Whichever English, please let us know in the comments below, aka the friggin' Twitter. Yeah, I mean, we had to get pronunciation for C, so yes. If you have a name, tell us how to pronounce it. Yeah, anyone, because I'm bad at pronouncing names, but I need it to be sent to me in IPA that's International Phonetic Alphabet, just like spell it out in IPA for me and then like tweet it and then. I'll be like, oh, okay, that's how that's said. No, 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 do this, do this. Thiago or Tiago, um, <laughs> please, film just your mouth. Oh I, my and God. you want to know what? This Green too screen specific. it out. <laughs> so it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. And say your name, say your name, say your name. You will never harm me. I don't know this song, Corwin. Uh, also, it's what? say your name. Uh, wasn't that say your name? Say Oh, say, say my, my name, name, say my name, say my name. <laughs> I will never hurt you, but uh, I will squirt you, Squirtle, Squirtle. What are you going on about now? Why oh, is it? It's always that. like when we have a limited amount a of limit. time, you just start <laughs> You start going on super tangents. I, and I don't mean in about. the sense that you're like doing a very great tangent. You're just like, you're saying words and then words lead you to other words. You're just... Stream of consciousness. Stream of conscious. People have been shouting that out. Thank you so much. Don't know if it's a compliment or not. I, uh, (laughs) you know, usually stream of conscious is used for like brainstorming to then create content. Oh, guys. So, you know, this is. Get me in the writer's room. Is it revolutionary that you're just giving stream of conscious right here on on the podcast, yeah, the guys. finished product. Check out mostly playing PlayStation. That's really all that is. It, it really he. I just mentioned earlier that I'm a busy person, so I don't get to watch as much content as James puts out. So I haven't seen him do mostly playing PlayStation, except in like random, just random like clip. If I'm like, if I take a second and scroll on Facebook on my phone, like I'll maybe like flip by something. And and then I'm like, okay, cool. But most of the time when I'm doing that, I'm not in a place where I can turn on the volume. So you're I saying I no need I- subtitles. I have no idea what's going on. So I don't have yeah, the time for James that. James had me <laughs> James had me watch a clip of his playing this game, and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on in this game. But I don't know. I, I needed to vet people because I wasn't sure if what I was saying was insensitive. But luckily Corwin was like, James, you 
screaming against transphobes. That's not the offensive thing. What you're saying is that you'll slap them with your crotch meat. That's the, <laughs> the that's offensive to my ears, James. I don't want to hear you say that. That is so many my, times. My sensibilities, James. And this is why I don't turn on the things in public because I know that it's going to be something crazy. Unless Nicole's the guest. Nicole calms me. Yes. I probably would have shot myself by now if I wasn't with Nicole. Oh, that's dark. Yeah, guys. Speaking of dark, this uh, movie was not really that dark. I mean, it had some moments. But yeah, not as dark as the first movie. So the reason that it took us a year, besides us just failing at watching this movie, is because... The we were trying to do like super duper gay movies the first year, which I think for the most part we did. Yes. Oh yeah. And this we one did all the eating out. Yeah. <laughs> this one is the it's the same director from Monster Pies. He reached out to us after we released that episode, um, which was our second episode ever, and sent us a screener for his this movie and talked to us about his movies and I actually talked to him on the phone for like two hours about monster pies and the podcast and his other movies and other works and stuff like that. And the way it's been a year now, but this movie, it follows a girl, which we'll get into, but, but what's the name the, of the movie? The name of the movie is the neon spectrum. Oh yeah. It came out in 2017 and it follows a girl who we don't know if she's LGBT or not. It looks like she's not, but there are LGBT people in the movie, which is great. And that's why we're watching it now. But it took us so long because we were trying to find stories that centered around specifically LGBT people and then branching further into other things, which are stories that are told by LGBT people, uh, which is this one. Um, this is written, directed and produced uh, by this director who did Monster Pies. And he's, he's a great. triple threat. He's awesome. And I actually sent him a message before while we were watching the movie. And I was like, we're finally watching this. We should have watched it a year ago. I we apologize. Should've. So that was one of the things that James, his other point that he wanted to make. Yeah. Uh, beside the three that he made now um, was that we would like to apologize to Lee for taking so long to uh, watch this movie. So what was this movie about? I'll quickly tell you guys. Do a quick synopsis. Leading actress. Remember. Listen back a year ago, didn't remember names then, won't remember them now. I know there was a Frank because that's the name of my best friend. Semicolon or parentheses category cat. Lead actress, she's <laughs> in England and she's like, oh, I need to find my pup up because she's been living with Her this father. aunt. And the is aunt is dumb. The aunt who played the teacher in Monster Pies. We actually see a few cast members from Monster Pies in this one. So, oh, dang. Um, and that is, I completely miss that. That's another reason we're watching this one now, um, because we took so long. And then I was like, you know what? We're on year two. Monster Pies was the second movie that we watched. So this is the second movie that we've watched for this new year. Does that mean next week we're going to watch the Gay Wrestling mm, Federation? No! That is no, by the that's... same director of Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror. But anyway, that's that was another significant moment. It's been a year. It's been <laughs> one year. And since uh, you listen to this podcast, I hope not. Monster Pies. 
That was episode two, and this one's episode 54. Two of the new year, which is 54. So she's like, hey, my dad left, uh, left me as a child, and I'm going to go from England to Sydney, Australia. No, it wasn't Sydney. It was in Australia town. Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, guys. I would love to live in Australia, but I know there's a bunch of friggin' bugs, scary even, that'll want to kill me. So I'm never going to go there. Scorpions, snakes. Yeah, you better believe. Snakes is bugs. Then she's just hanging out, trying to find, uh, based off from this tree that she sees, and then she meets this guy who she fainted in front of, and his name's Frank. Not as lovely as my friend Frank, but still a pretty good guy. He's like, oh, uh, you fainted, and I'm going to set you up with uh, some water, and you can sleep here. Pats her on the head. Then... She's going into this uh, park and her paper flies and then a guy steps out and he says, is this yours? And she's like, yeah, give it back. And he's like, what are you trying to do? And then he says, oh, I think I know where this is, but you're not looking for the tree symbol on this sticker. You're looking for a forest. And I just want to tell everyone, honey. If a stranger says to you, hey, don't say honey like that to me again, honey. Jesus. I'm setting it up like... No! Uh, wait, wait. Uh, let me do it like this. Honey, if a man says that what you're looking for is a forest and he's going to take you to there, you might be a serial killer. I don't know what that reminded me of. The rednecks. Uh, you might be a redneck. Okay. That's what I was trying to do. Let me try it again, guys. I Honey, just got like... F- I, <laughs> I Blue-collar like, comedy tour. Flashes of misogyny, and it wasn't. I don't know. I've not. I don't know what this is, honey. If a stranger says I'm gonna bring you to a forest, he might be a serial killer. Except, never follow a strange man to another location, especially if it's a forest. He James says. also had a moment where he just looked at me like I was gonna laugh, and it didn't happen. When did I do that? Just now, Corwin. The only thing I look at you for is approval. Validation. No, I don't need approval from you. I'm a crazy boy. He needs approval. Uh, and then also he says, "Are you crazy or something?" Oh yeah, because she like flew over and she's like, "Oh, you must think I'm crazy." Something along the lines of that. And <laughs> see, I know how to make Corwin laugh. Did that on purpose. <laughs> oh, I was about to say Shifro too. <laughs> Damn it. He then says. You're too beautiful to be crazy. And I know that's wrong because I know our fans are beautiful and they're freaking crazy for this podcast. So, uh, that was a Anubis, long setup for that bit. Anubis, you lies are catching up to you. Anubis? Wasn't that his name? It was something like that. Anvil. His name was Axel. Yeah, see, Anubis, Anvil. <laughs> Anubis is cracking on an anvil to make an axle, guys. The Middle, check it out on ABC now. What the fuck? There's a character on The Middle named Axel. And There's then a Brick, character in a lot of things named Axel. There was a girl named Sue Sue Heck because they put down Sue on her middle name on the birth report. Guys, check out the birth report. But then she's looking for her dad, meets a friend of her dad's, and then she... They start a band, a two-man band, and then she finds her dad after fainting, and he's a shit heel. Which I, can I flash forward to that? She feel 
This movie has a, so many layers of dads. Everyone in this, <laughs> all of our main characters have a dad issue with and them. And right before they, we started recording this, I asked Nicole if she would be everyone's dad. And she laughed. So I'm going to take that as yes. Nicole is now your father. I hope not mine. Everyone's father. I'm going to say, ooh, daddy <laughs> to her. I mean, I know I've said that to her before. Uh, so, If Nicole ever listens to this, I apologize for what just happened. She's so. out. He- she can hear us. Yeah, she just <laughs> laughed. She's feeding Frank. Incredible. So, Gal, our our leading lady, which Gail? she... Ne- Gal. Uh, Gail? Gail. Uh, I, this Gail is my Force accent. Wins. Gal. Gail? Oh, fuck. Gail. <laughs> oh, holy shit. What happened? I can't say this. Gail. Gail. Is that it? <laughs> Gail. Uh, <laughs> it is wrong. Gail oh is... Oh, my God. Okay, continue. <laughs> her dad left when she was young because her mom died in childbirth, and then it seems... Why, why does... I keep bumping into this... I, it's weird. The mic <laughs> okay, keeps moving. Okay. Died in childbirth. The dad seemingly blames her for that. He wasn't ever going to be a good dad after that. So he left. Then this uh, Axel, we got it, not Anubis, not Anvil, his mom died of something, I don't remember what, got sick. I think that's all they say. And then Barry used the ashes to make a tree, and that hits me. I've thought about doing stuff like that. I once cried while telling Nicole that if I die before her or Frank, I want Frank to be with Nicole if she spreads my ashes. And then, like, I, I, cry, I started tearing up, and then immediately it kicked, like, Wherever we're living, you would have to just go out the back door and spread them there because Frank will not leave the house. Uh, So it's very limited in where you can spread my ashes, Nicole. And his dad sold the house where they grew up in and where this tree was. And it's sad. It's very, very sad. But yeah, and then his dad, like, they don't talk because of that. And then Frank, he dis or his son disowned him or... His he disowned his son. It was he, Frank suffered suffered oh, yes. from depression, so he sort of pulled away from his son and stopped having a relationship with him because he was suffering from depression. And then and the son was kind of like, "Oh well, I don't want to keep dealing with this." Yeah, it felt and like. the son the son moved on with his life because you know if you have someone who's supposed to be a caretaker and things like that, and they're not participating in a relationship with you what's the point that son was like bye bye sad dad bye bye (laughs) but i think it's it's something like you know maybe he was suffering from depression and stuff like that and he sort of pulled away he talked about not asking for help and being too prideful to ask for help so maybe in that sense that he was too prideful to ask for help he was also sort of brushing off his son or something like that anytime his son tried to have anything to do with him. So eventually it probably was just, yeah, he just ghosted me. My father ghosted me. Hey, that's an idea for a movie, which I have other ideas. One Year Dad. Oh, yes. One Year Dad. I I wanted to save it for the end, but <laughs> I also have another idea for movie-related things. But One Year Dad, it says one year later, and I said one dad later, and then I said dad one later, and then One Year Dad. It's a movie 
where it's kind of like boyhood, but I, we're not going to spend 12 and James years. James and I started riffing about it. And there's a new dad every year. Every single year of this child's life, new, a new dad. dad. The One dad goes away, the new dad comes in. But it's not like, oh, this mom just can't hold the man or, oh, this mom's promiscuous. No, no, it's, no. It's, it's a child being raised by one dad a year. Think the giver, but not... Not at all. Yeah, I. The Giver. It's <laughs> like, giver's, do you know what that 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 movie is? The Giver. You know, it's it's that book with the old man and a beard on it. Yeah, yeah. The Giver, guys. Check okay, it out. so that's one of the dads. This is the Giver. Um, another dad is Nicole, and uh, another dad is. Let's just do a fucking I don't cat. Know, I'll be a dad for a bit. A talking and then, cat. And then Frank is going to be a dad. James is the, the great child, pumpkin. So it's fine. We can get a Charlie Brown deal with it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was... A, anyway, there were a lot of dad things in this movie, and then, but it was about a dad. And then it was, uh, ooh, about a dad. That has to be a movie already. Like about, about a, boy. a boy? Yeah, but it's about a dad. <gasps> it's the sequel to About a Boy. It's when he raises up and becomes dad. Was About a Boy with the one um, oh, I don't know. actor that looks super young that's the voice of Phineas? or Fer- No, the voice of Ferb. I have no idea. Phineas and Ferb. Then we have, I don't remember the last person's name, Leona? Leone. Leone. I was close. Their dad disowned them. Family yes. disowned them. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's dads all around, which also Nicole watching this made it very hard to uh, take things seriously because Nicole is notorious for saying, dads suck. Yeah, Nicole and I both had a moment where we said that many times. Like one does. I don't know if I said this out loud. The lead of this should be a star if they are not. She was good, yeah. Um, and Leone was really good too. The person who played Leone. Uh, Leone herself was great also our lgbt our obvious lgbt character and thus the dad issues yeah and also and she had issues with frank in the beginning but frank came around oh yeah frank uh frank was being very transphobic and then uh and then he apologized and then was like all right now i'm gonna be best friends with leone and then said you're beautiful on stage and then said i'm too old i don't care about a bone being broken some jocks in the park were very aggressive. Oh, yeah. They were so aggressive. And I'm like, you were just playing in the park. How are you this mad? They got all that tea to unleash. Testosterone? Yeah. Oh, but also you're sipping on that tea, baby. Sipping on the- Testosterone. Guys, drink a bunch of testosterone and let us know what happens. Oh, God. I've been wanting to, like, do testosterone just to see, like, how horny I'll get. Jesus. (laughs) These are the thoughts that I have. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. (laughs) The main character's search for their father does end in them finding their father. She goes to see a movie. So they have a battle of the bands. Gail is basically broke because her aunt spent all of her money after hacking into her computer so she's sleeping on the train and in this club and all these other places. Uh, that's how she sort of befriends Axel and gets close to him because he's also homeless. Um, and Leone is kicked out of her home um, with her roommate Wanda because she burned some of Wanda's wigs, which that was the 
moment in the movie where I laughed the loud, like, oh yeah, I it hit me just so hard because you have Leone having this moment with Gail, and we as an audience have this moment where we're like, is Leone Gail's dad? Is that what ha- that's what's happening? Because Leone's introduced as Gail's dad's old roommate. So we're we're having this thought. And then Leone's talking about her life and she's just like, Oh yeah, I don't have a I can't, you know, let you stay with me because I don't have a place to stay right now. Um, because I got kicked out by my flatmate for damaging her wigs. And then it or for apparently damaging her wigs or something like that. And then it just does like a flashover to a flashback of Leone standing there with a lighter and just like cackling, smoking. What was happening? Yeah. I don't know. There was it, it. I just started laughing and I blacked out for a moment. Whoa. Browned. I don't know. I just. No, browned I, out means you pooped yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Gross. No, that didn't happen. I just laughed so hard that I just lost all focus of what was happening. Uh, and that's sort of what happened throughout the movie for me is I just sort of stopped focusing. But again, I've had 12 hour shifts all all week this yeah. week. And then I cooked all of Thanksgiving. I thought you did your Thanksgiving many weeks ago. I did a Friendsgiving many weeks. You think I'm going to go the whole month of November and not cook at least three turkeys? What That's which was a lie. Actually, I cooked one turkey and then for Thanksgiving this week, I made a ham. Turkey too dry. No, I made no, a ham. No. I made a ham. Meatloaf is the way to go. I do like a meatloaf. So when they're speaking about them living in these different places, we see Axel and Gail. I, I don't know if I'm saying her name <laughs> no! right. Uh, but just keep going. They're sleeping. They mash together in this club that they're not supposed to be sleeping at. They're sleeping in one of the dressing rooms. They mash together two couches side by side. <laughs> and they, they've just met each other. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like I mostly sleep on trains. But when I'm sleeping in a house, I sleep naked. And then he takes off his pants in front of this woman he has just met. If you can sleep on a train in your clothes, you can sleep inside on a couch in front of a stranger in your clothes. It was not, uh, what the H? But then we see his cute ass butt and then she slaps a stick it note on it and says, good butt. Nice butt. Then I said, wow, I wish my butt were that hairless. It's insane that people have non-hairy butts. I've had a hairy butt since maybe sixth grade. I used to shave all, like, it all. But then I'm like, Corwin said, well, just wax it. But then it would be, my butt is waxed, but then my legs and my back is hairy. Wax your back, too. No. I'd have to be a wrestler. Like, that kind of body, just, like, beefy as fuck to wax anything. No, you don't. Yeah. You can wax whatever you want, James, whenever you want. Love yourself. I would look like just... You would look like you had no hair on your butt. That's I'd it. I'd look like f- marshmallow fluff because I'm super white. If I shave, you I'm even more... You would not look like marshmallow I'm, fluff. I'm so, Okay, then just like marshmallow fluff that's been spread out. Nope. Because I'm so white. No. Especially if I shave, I'm even whiter. You are not that pale. I'd be as pale as Nicole, and Nicole's a ghost. 
<laughs> That's not me being mean to my girlfriend. It's Nicole's an inside our ghost joke. Father. Ooh, ghost daddy. Oh, oh no. Possess me, daddy. I hate yes. that. That'll be edited so it wasn't because I was going to say poltergeist me, but that doesn't make sense. Possess me. <laughs> poltergeist me, father. That's what James said. And I want to say one more thing. When they got into that brawl, she's like, oh, I got a, I got a call from my dad. Well, not a brawl. Those two homophobic people were about to punch them. But then Frank says, I'm going to punch you and I'm too old. I don't care about a bone that's broken. I knew like instantly I was like, oh, we're going to get a drone shot. And we do. And I thought this, Corwin. Oh, yeah. You had a moment. You had a whole moment. See, and we wouldn't have these moments if you watch these movies separately. I know. I know. An entire movie filmed exclusively with drones. Think of the money we would save because we can just... Our DPs, director of photographies, just tweens. Because tweens know how to work drones. And guess what? Child labor laws is laxed when it comes to movies. All we have to do is say, yeah, they have a teacher on set. And then we're good as gold. We only have to pay them like $7 an hour. James, I will not be exploiting children. You want to know what? And we then we put out a tip jar and then we can say, oh, we're paying them waiter wages. That's what some ice cream places do in Muskegon is they'll put they'll exclusively hire teens and then put out a tip jar. So then it's like, well, you split the tips at, at the end of the night and then they can get away with paying you a waiter's wage. That sounds awful yeah nicole worked at one of the places i would never and her friend's dad came in and he like it might not be a 50 dollar bill but put 50 dollars in the tip jar and he was like that's for you and then he was like i have to split that at the end of the night just when i get home give me the 50 dollars yes and some of it goes to the i'm guessing the ice cream place some of the tips go to the ice cream place yeah i think so We'd I have feel to like ask this Nicole. is wrong. I feel I, like that's wrong. Hey, Nicole. Nah, man, she's too busy in a movie. She's in a movie. A dinner in a movie. Dinner in a movie. Um, so they found the dad after they watched a movie that was, I don't know what the movie was, but they found the dad because he worked at the movie theater and they got the tickets to go to the movie theater because they participated in the Battle of the Bands and they got a prize for losing. It was a donkey prize? Donkey prize. That might know. be an Australian term. Hey, Nicole. Oh, God. Yeah. When you worked at Tasty Corner, they paid you like a waiter's wage, right? They paid me $5 an hour. Paid her $5 an hour. And because you had a tip jar, right? I guess. She said, I guess. But you, when you tipped out at the end, you split everything with each other. And did you also have to split some with the business okay okay she said no that's no, what no. james is saying and i was like that's but tony's dad once correct. like put 50 dollars in there right and then he was like no just give me the money no i, I could have swore i heard this story once oh or maybe God. it was liz james is getting too into his life also i guess nicole never did the squirtle thing she just spat on the floor in anger <laughs> I could have swore she said Squirtle. Maybe I said she was being a Squirtle. Oh my god! But I don't I know if that makes this, it worse. I I feel like that just that 
adds another element to every story you ever tell because we never know if it's actually something that happened or if I it was swear, in your imagination. It, that happened, and I know the Tony thing happened. That he put a we large amount in there, and Tony we'll was like, know. "No, just we, give me the money." In this moment with James, we have an unreliable narrator. Oh, that's called dramatic irony. I'm kidding. It's not. What? <laughs> uh, Corwin, stop lying. I said something to Corwin, and I'm just going to say it as it is, and I want him to react as he did while watching the movie. We see Leone and Gail and everyone else. They yeah. are moving Leone out, and Gail starts tickling her, and then she turns around and she says, No, don't. You, you know I'm ticklish. And I was like, but... When in the relationship would they have found out that she's ticklish? And we also then, I, isn't. Oh no, she's been there for three weeks. Oh yeah, that I thought. I thought she was or there over for. The, she was there for over three weeks because the Battle of the Bands was in three weeks. Oh geez, and that was like day two, two or three. three? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know why I completely breezed over that. They had that huge montage. We should have figured that out. They then. had a huge montage. I, I. <laughs> That montage, I like the montage. They had a, a dirty dancing moment, that a failed dirty dancing moment, Leonie and Axel did, which was beautiful. And then they reversed it, which was also beautiful. I love when they do montages and you just have characters that are like dancing and happy. I'm like, yeah, you live your best life. But they were tickling. And then I said to Corwin, I said, my friend Dakota Rust and I used to have tickle fights. And I said... That's the gayest thing you've ever said, James. And then Nicole said, isn't Dakota the one, <laughs> the one who said, said you, you have a dino, dino dick? dick? Because he saw me get a hand job. And then I don't like any of that information that I've learned. <laughs> we tickle fighted, guys. Oh, my God. It was one of our go-to things when having a sleepover. I didn't. I I had a few sleepovers <laughs> as a child. We never tickle fought. Oh, let me. We uh, did sneak into the kitchen, take pop tarts, and hide under the bed. We were like fifteen because my dad came in with a gun. Whoa, <laughs> we were hiding under the bed. Wait, really? Yes, this is Jeez. a story that happened. Oh, and then I didn't have very many sleepovers after that. Was your dad so cool with that gun? No, he must have looked fucking ripped. Oh, man, guys. I don't like anything that you're saying right now. If your dad has a gun, that's sexy. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Dads, 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 dads. I'm the only one in this. Get fucked. Oh, yeah, guys, and fuck your daddies. Oh, and at the end, she had a a family. She had a dad, as in Frank. Leone could be mother. And then she had a daddy with Axel. He was not a daddy. Hey, as long as you're screaming and at night anyone can be a daddy. Oh my god. Anyway, I one of the things about this movie that with all of the father issues and things that they brought up with everyone, um including a father that had issues, the movie shows the beginnings of a found family. Like the beautiful thing that happens when you find a bunch of people that you relate to with your life or your interests and things like that. You know, they found each other and found families are a very beautiful thing. So I'm really glad this movie had that. It had this beautiful found family 
including Frank and Axel and Gail and Leone. And I do like at the end that the dad remained terrible where it, 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 we didn't get a fairy (laughs) tale. We met the dad and he was just like there. And he was like, I left because you reminded me too much of your mother. And then he goes on and says, my time to be your dad has passed. Yeah. That is gone. I have made a life for myself and I don't want to share it. Yep. He said that. And that sucks. That is a shitty thing. But at the same time, hey, he's made and he's making decisions for himself. He's made that bed and he, now he's going to lie. And then it. his daughter's going to also make decisions for herself. He also the he also was like, oh, your shoes that you're wearing. It's the gift I gave your mom was right under you the whole time. And she has a ring and a little slip of paper that says marry me in the heel of her shoe. So that's cool. That was a nice little thing. But also, I'm wondering how that was in there for her to not feel that. Maybe it was like the heel was a little hollowed out. Oh, it was definitely hollowed out. But like, I feel like if you have a hollowed out heel and then, I don't know, I feel like you would, you know, feel that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just nosy and sensitive to those those things, I guess. I pull at my heels. Guys, I'm going to make sure I don't have hollow heels. I'm going to start hiding stuff in Corwin's shoes, which it would be very hard to do. Corwin is a very put together person. I believe I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Oh, Corwin's mic just fell down. He's got it, though. He's got it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't (laughs) got it. I'm holding it for the rest of the podcast, which should be ending soon. Corwin, the way he puts on his shoes is as if a monster is putting on shoes. He slips the heel, like, you know where the heel, the back of the heel is? (laughs) He, like, pushes down on that. Like, a child would, I did that as a child, and my dad would get very mad because that's how you ruin shoes quickly. So I've got many shoes. Not a Humble lot. I'm not a, I'm not a shoe collector person, but I, you know, I, I wear them until they're worn. But the shoes I wear the most right now are the ones that James is talking about. And they are a $15 pair of shoes from Target. I do not give a shit about those. Now, I also have some nice um, shit. Well, if you don't care about them, I'm going to start mushing bananas in them. <laughs> I care about them in the sense that I want to walk in them. You're I would like them feel to feel mushy bananas now between your toes. $15 of that shoe, okay? Yeah. Corwin, this is your last note about the movie is about the shoes you own. <laughs> uh, uh, no. So, yeah, I love the found family thing. I have a lot of notes. Oh, Will from Monster Pies is in this. Uh, I love that cameo there. The Leone said. Someone was like, who says that? Leone goes, I do. And I just did. Beautiful. Beautiful. A lot of the dialogue and stuff was very like rapid back and forth, um, which sometimes I didn't like as much. But once the movie got really going, I loved it. So I love it. Yeah. um, I would 100% definitely recommend this movie. Uh, It had some beautiful uh, background music and things like that. Well, speaking on the music, it was by Michael Allen, but I would have liked it to be by Kevin Michael Allen, a.k.a. Gigi Allen. Bite it, you scum. Also, Gail fainted twice. Girl, you need to keep track of that. Honey, if you're fainting all the time, oh my god, you might be a serial killer. I, I don't know for that. I I I made James do that. 
Uh, I <laughs> Gail asked Leona if she can help find her father, and Leona's he's like, I can't. I haven't got the time. <laughs> Because she has so many jobs. Uh, but also she was roommates with him. Like, I love the amount of people that are like, I don't know where the fuck that dude is, man. Like, that should have tipped man. you off. No idea where the fuck he is. If a that woman you off. just answers the door and you can like see her bra f- like pop out of her shirt and she's like, yeah, man, that dude owes me a lot of money. Don't fuck with him. Uh, listen to that person. They've seen the world and they probably have sound judgment now. Yes, sound, 100% sound judgment. So I also have some other shoes that I wear that are super nice, and I Corwin, do you, keep them. Do you have on. to say them? They're Steve Madden's. Okay. I have to say them. Steve they have Matthews, a name. nice. Steve Madden's. So, yeah. I don't wear all of my shoes like that. So it's so funny that James thinks I'm a really put-together person because we met at work where I am a put-together person because I'm a fucking great person at every job that I do. Humble brag. And that um, wasn't humble at all. Humble. I'm so not humble. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my one thing is I just step on my shoes because I, they're cheap and I don't wear them often in a setting where I need them to actually be all the way on. You also, uh, flick cigarette butts at pigeons. I also just beat pigeons and then eat them because I'm cooking all the time. Well, then it's not really beating them. It's tenderizing. Ooh, <laughs> scrumdiddly umptious. Corwin, would you recommend this movie? I already said I would. And I would yes. too. And check out other movies by um, the director and writer and producer. Um, he just had another movie that came out called Filterphonic. So check out his work. It's really good. Check it out. Corwin, where can we find you online? You can find me online um, at Corwinning on Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff. And then at This Movie's Gay. I sometimes I am on the Instagram. I don't post much. I need to post more. Um, but then I sometimes see the messages on Twitter. Sometimes I don't. But if you want to reach me, at Core Winning. Yeah. And then also follow my theater company on on all of those things as well at Sawbox Theater. Uh, actually, we have a uh, donation fundraiser sort of thing going on right now where every donation is being matched. Um, so if you have any spare money um, Monday, check out my Twitter and things. I've uh, retweeted about it. It's matching dollar for dollar. We're a not-for-profit. So please uh, try to... You know, donate if you can. And if you can't, that's totally fine. Just yeah, and that's that's going on about it. today of the release of this and Tuesday. Yeah, today of the release of this and the next day, and then it'll be over. But we always accept donations year Absolutely. Out. But this one is just the time where it's being matched. So if you can, please do. Yes. Hey, guys, check out my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speaking Sentai, What the Hell Mouth, It's Back, Baby, and Hit It and Crit It. Also, go over to YouTube, search Mostly Speaking Sentai, and you will find Mostly Playing PlayStation. That's me with guests playing video games. It's a hoot and a half. And also Marshland Monster. Find out all of this information on MLMPod.com, which we recently revamped. It's looking good. Nicole's swampy design is up on there. It's looking really good. Also, if you'd like to donate to us, MLMPod.com forward slash donate. We would like to thank Courtney, a fan of Hit It and Credit. Don't know if she has made her way over to this podcast, but we would like to thank you. Currently, we're thank trying to get you. a new computer to help new things computer. go much faster. Oh, that's all I think I have. 
I've been Corwin. I've been James. Bye. And then picture a drone coming out. And a then drone just giving a wide angle shot. A movie completely of wide angle shots. You better Dads believe. every year. New oh, dad. Man. New dad. You get a new dad and you get a new dad. And there's new dads all the time. I'm going to be the next goddamn Wes Anderson with all these wide shots. Bye bye. Wide shot. Bye. I can see. I can see clearer now. The rain Rain is gone. gone. Hey, Bob Dylan. Hey, guys, my (laughs) name's Jay. (laughs) Go. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today.